Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes Film.com to get tickets now. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. Come on, pick and roll! 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like in the parking lot at your kid's peewee championship game. A trophy bigger than your five-year-old is blocking the rear windshield of the car in front of you. As they reverse into you, you're stuck on defense. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, this crash could drain your athletic fund. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. It's the Richard Sherman Podcast, presented by FanDuel. Football season is in full gear, and there's no better place to get in on the action than FanDuel. The app is safe, secure, and easy to use. When you win, you'll get paid fast. Jump into the action at any time during the game with live betting. Combine multiple bets from the same game in a same-game parlay. And try out Same Game Parlay Plus. So use promo code RS and download the FanDuel app today to make every moment more this football season. 21 and up in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable free bet that expires 14 days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. The Volume. Welcome to the Richard Sherman Podcast. This week, I'm excited to be joined by one of the best corners in the National Football League, Patrick Sertan II. We talked about that. That is that is a cool way. P- PS2 is sweet. <laughs> yeah, that nickname got brought along in high school, so way back when. One of my uh, homeboys said, like, out of the blue, he was like, PS2, what you doing? I'm like, what you talking about? He's like, PS2, Patrick Sertan II. I was like, oh. <laughs> and I just stuck with it because it was pretty dope. And yeah, I didn't really is. get, like... You feel me? So, yeah, I just stuck with it. Yeah, yeah, that's clean. That's clean. So, so you're having a good year. You know, you got to be feeling good. Y'all defense having a good year. Y'all leading the league in scoring and pass defense. What grade would you give yourself, you know, on this season? As far as defensively or individually? Yeah, just you and the defense. Us and the defense, I give us an A. I feel like just all around defensively as a collective whole, um, we've been flying around, man, making plays. Uh, we be on the same page, and, you know, it shows each and every Sunday. And, you know, we just, you know, very hungry. You know, we just want to prove that we're one of the top defenses or not the top defense in the league. So each and every week we got to come out with that mindset. You know, we prepare like it and play like it. So, you know. Yeah, y'all doing it. I mean, y'all doing yeah. it. What What's changed for y'all, you know, because obviously uh, it's a new coaching staff. It's not Vic and the boys. So, so has the scheme changed at all? Yeah, Coach E, he's come in and just brought in. Um, he ain't changed the playbook a lot uh, schematically, but he's he put certain players in positions to make plays collectively as a group, um, especially in the secondary. Uh, he allows us to fly around, uh, make plays in his scheme. 
And, you know, it's just very friendly to us and as defense as a whole. Um, you know, he and he also brings a lot of energy towards defense. He's excited about this defense um, each and every week. He's very enthused. Uh, he just brings a different type of energy towards it. And, you know, we just rally behind him. He makes the right plays and we just be in perfect situations to make plays. So, you know, all credit goes out to him just for allowing us to being able to fly around and play comfortable in this game. How big was it to have good vets in front of you or behind you, you know, and Kareem and Justin when you were coming to yeah. the league? Nah, man, having those guys is great. You just learn a lot from vets like that with a lot of experience in the league. Um, all pro players, pro bowl players with Justin and uh, Kareem, Kajak. You know, they just taught me a lot coming into the league. You know, this is only my second year, you know, and I've learned a lot, you know, just watching them, how they prepare, um, you know, how they look at certain tendencies, formations, you know, how they, you know, how they study themselves in the film room. You know, they just, I just learned a lot from them. And, you know, it just helps me um, play better as a player. You know, when you have guys like that in the back end, that could help you like that. Have you always played corner, like on every level? Yeah, I could say that. I mean, the crazy thing about it is, I know people probably going to look at me crazy. I I really didn't want to play corner going into high school. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but, like, people think, like, naturally, you know, corner was that natural position. But it is true. Like, corner was my natural position. But I wanted to be an offensive guy because literally, you know, I was a running back, receiver, quarterback, DB, all that. But, you know, everybody want to score touchdowns. Everybody want to do this. And then I realized that, like, it's pretty dope uh, when you lock down an opposing receiver. So why not try something different? You know, why not um, do something that's out of the unusual? You know, people – Everybody want to play offense and score a touchdown. Why not play defense, you know, and do that? So, you know, I just stuck with it and just it became natural for me. How, how much did your pops help with that? Oh, a lot. As you know, he he's he played 11 years in the league. Um, I know. You know, pro bowling himself. <laughs> so, you know, I learned a lot from him growing up. And obviously when I got to that next level stage, like going into high school, he sort of like, you know, he sort of – taught me the little things about the cornerback position. And, you know, that helped refine my game a little bit. And, you know, with him being by my side, you know, it just helped excel my game year in and year out. And, you know, just having his knowledge and his savviness for the game, you know, just, you know, helped a long way. It enabled me to, you know, grow to that next level, to the next stage at the position. I mean, you get you, you came in looking like a 10-year vet. Well, yeah, I ain't never seen no rookie <laughs> tape come in. So he, he, he gave you more than a few tidbits. Yeah, 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 right. Definitely. Yeah. 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 How does it feel? Because you get a lot of respect from everybody. You know, you get respect from from Big Play, Slay, from Ramsey, from Xavier Howard, you know, all the top corners that have played this game for, for a long time. How does that feel? You know, just just that kind of validation. Yeah, it feels great uh, when you get acknowledged by guys like that that's been doing a year in and year out at the elite level, because um, obviously they see something in your game. And they're acknowledging it for a reason. So when you get like those type of players that look at your game, it feels good, you know. But I don't try to get feed too much into it because I know, you know, this is a league. So each and every Sunday, you got to prove it routinely. So, you know, that's what I try to do. You know, I, I acknowledge that a lot. You know, I appreciate it a lot. But at the same time, you still got to lock in and try not to let the outside noise distract you from your play, you know, and just stay locked in. So, but when I hear from guys like that, you know, it's very appreciated.
It's cool. It's really cool to watch your tape, man. You you got great technique at the line of scrimmage. The way you attack the ball, uh, going over the right shoulder, even uh, even the vet moves, the hand grabs, the like the subtle stuff that you get that you get going that people ain't paying attention to. But how was it? How much? How, what what went into going to Bama? Like you just wanted the challenge. You just want that decision was kind of it was crazy. Um, my high school recruitment was crazy going into it. Like you would have, I would just talk about one home visit my senior year. Um, I had like five specific schools pull up in my driveway. It was like at the same Clemson time. At the same time, oh. like you see, like <laughs> you see Clemson, Dabo pulling the driveway, Healy, then Ed Orgeron and LSU, Corey Raymond and them in my driveway. Um, then you got Bama, Nick Saban. You know, it's just crazy. Um, that one specific home visit. Just talking about my high school recruitment, it was crazy. Just going into it, but. What led into the decision was, you know, it was just something I felt comfortable with. Obviously, before, you know, LSU was my favorite uh, going into it. Then, you know, I just sat down, looked at pros and cons. And, you know, Alabama had more pros uh, than cons compared to LSU. But, you know, it was it was just a tough decision all around for me because, you know, LSU is a great school. Um, they produce great DBs. You know, Alabama has it the same way. It was just Something different, you know, the championship, the pedigree and all that. I was sort of like it sort of led me on to that. So, you know, Alabama, I felt like it was the right choice for me going into it with Nick Saban. Yeah, I mean, it worked out. It worked out. It looked like the right yeah. choice. It looked like you did. You know, you still got the natty. Yeah. You know, you still got drafted first round. Did you go as high as you thought you was going to go? Or did you, you know, everybody feel like they slided? Yeah, uh, I, I felt like I was going to be in that, that top 10 range going into it. Um, Obviously, there was a. JC got picked in front of me, so I felt like I was going to be around that range in the top 10. He got picked eight. I got picked nine. You know, when I was going into the process, um, you know, you're going to have mock drafts, mock rankings and stuff. But I just look at the cornerback um, rankings. I just look at team needs. And I know, like, the Panthers, Cowboys. I didn't even know the Broncos were going to pick me, to be honest, because, um, you know, the Broncos signed two free agent corners in Darby and Kyle Fuller. So, I know that was going to be a specific need for them until draft day come and, you know, they pick me up. But, you know, it ended up working out in my favor and it turned out well. So, you know, it was just a process that I enjoyed and I was blessed to be a part of. So, yeah, I mean, it, it worked out like what's the craziest thing? Because now you don't realize that just because you pick up two corners don't mean nothing. The league is yeah. crazy. The league is crazy, man. <laughs> so, so what's the craziest thing that's happened so far? Like the most surprising thing for you, you know, coming in. You got certain expectations of what you think the league is, what your dad told you, what, you know, your partners then told you. And then you get in here and you're like, man, nah, it's different. Nah, I just, it's just routinely, man. Like, you never know what could happen on the business side of things. Like, organization, when I, I first peeped that when we let go of Vaughn, you know, because I thought Vaughn was going to be there for his whole career. You know, right. I thought he was going to be a Bronco for life. And the news happened. I was like, damn, like, the league really is a business. Like, it's it's something that you can't control, you know? So that's why, you know, you got to give the people upstairs a reason, a uh, specific reason to keep you, you know? So, but, you know, certain things like that, you just get caught off guard by it. But, you know, it's just the league and the business of things, you know? So, you know, it's just something that happened off course, off schedule. But, you know, when I looked at it, I was like, yep, it's the league. <laughs> Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents 
a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes film.com to get tickets now. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your life sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. Start the NFL week off right with a no-sweat same-game parlay every Thursday from FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. It doesn't matter if you're new to FanDuel or already have an account. Every Thursday night, you'll get free bets back if your NFL same-game parlay doesn't hit. Same-game parlays are the perfect way to combine your bets for a chance at bigger payday. Build your own or choose from one of the popular same-game parlays pre-built for you in FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. And with FanDuel's new live same-game parlays, you can continue building same-game parlays even after the game has already started. Just sign up with promo code RS if you don't already have an account. That's promo code RS to get free bets back if your same-game parlay doesn't hit. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. 21 and up in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable free bet. That expires 14 days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Do you feel like any more comfortable like playing your old boys from Bama when you when you see them on the field? You know what I mean? When you when you see the, the boys you yeah. used to practice against all the time and you like, hey, we out here, but I know I know you moves. Yeah, yeah. For instance, uh, last year, I went against Devontae Smith. Yeah, we was going back and forth. It was like, Bama practices, iron sharp as iron. You know, he caught a touchdown pass on me. Uh, I got my get back. Um, I was in cover two, and I almost picked it. Should have been a pick. But, you know, it was just that. It just reminded me of them days at Bama, in the glory days that we would compete and make each other better uh, individually. So, yeah, you know, you just see tons of Bama guys, Bama pros in the league that's making plays uh, daily. So it's crazy. I mean, you, you just look on your team. You got Judy. You got Waddle. You got Devontae. And then yeah. you got the LSU cats that you was battling and Chase and yeah. Jefferson. Crazy. That's uh, wild. That's wild. So was it, did you feel any extra pressure? You know what I mean? With your dad's name, you know, I, I that's why I couldn't, I don't know if I can name, I, well, I, I, I wasn't going to name my son a junior or nothing like that. Yeah, yeah. Cause I just didn't want to put that kind of pressure on him. Yeah. 
there was definitely pressure going into it because obviously, you know, everybody think like, I was when your dad playing the league, they they just think like stuff given to you in a way. Um, but like I just had to earn it, you know, earn my respect, uh, earn it by my play. You know, I just put my head down and started working and my work ethic shows. It's the reason to why I got to the stage um, just by um, refining my skills, sharpening my skills each and every day, you know, trying to make a name for myself, even though me and my dad share the same name. But, you know, it just goes on bigger than that. You know, you just people don't know what the work that you put in behind the scenes that how long it took for you to get here just by the work ethic and stuff like that. So, you know, I had to earn my respect, of course, you know, obviously my pops had a great career. Um, so people was going to be like, obviously it's going to be some pressure, but I didn't let it get to me, of course, because I still got to go out there and showcase my skills in a way. So, you know, I ain't, I ain't let it get to me in a way, you know, I just stayed focused and locked in. Well, I mean, you obviously making a name for yourself. You make Pro Bowl in your rookie year. You're going to be all right. You're going to be all right. Yeah, yeah. You, you and him ever talk like uh, ball? You know what I mean? Obviously, he with, he coaching with the Dolphins, but y'all ever talk opponents or, or y'all just keep it straight fam? Yeah, we talk we talk football. Obviously, you know, with, with us too, our relationship is bigger than, you know, football and stuff. Obviously, it's family-oriented, but, you know, we talk ball, of course. Um, obviously, he watched some of my games. Uh, not like how he did last year because, obviously, he was a Dolphin, so his routine changed, but – you know, obviously, he he looks at certain things throughout the game, stuff I could work on. You know, he's still like that coach that I had in high school, you know. So, you know, it just helps a lot when you got a dad that will be able to help you in a way to help sharpen your game um, and help sharpen your tools. Did you feel like, I mean, coming in out of the SEC, y'all had some wideouts that were like that. Did you feel like anything in the league shocked you about these wideouts? Because you don't seem shocked at all. You don't, boy, you barely ever get out your pedal. <laughs> uh, what one thing I learned about this league, you know, offensively, you know, you got certain premier receivers, but I feel like they all in the system, of course. You know, it's a copycat league, so you're going to see the same routes, same stems. And, and so it just becomes second nature. Like, okay, I've seen this before. Like, I just had a conversation about you with um, K1 Williams. Um, we yeah, was talking about K-K. you. Yeah, yeah, K. Yeah, yeah, he a ball player, of course, but he was mentioning you on, like, when he's seen you in practice, seeing the game, it's like stuff slowed down for you in a way. Like receiver could be running full speed, but you cruising because you know what's coming beforehand just by a stem. And I'm sort of getting that same feeling, um, of course. Like you could just tell by certain receiver stems, like what's coming uh, before he even break on his route. So, you know, certain things like that year in and year out to help. This is only my second year. So, you know, I'm still learning and growing, but, you know, just stuff like that, you know, it just helped me a lot. That's that's growth though. That's big. Yeah. Once you once it starts slowing down for you, it start getting start getting freaky out there, boy. You, yeah, yeah. You making hella you, plays, making super plays, and you can't <laughs> drop the books. Nah, and I need me a book. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I ain't gonna lie, like it's it's just tough, man. Because you know you be you be so locked in, you be so dialed in, you on the route. You know you just expect an interception, but you know it's just tough, man. It's just, Tough job right now. But that that's why you got to know your, your spots. Like when you're going yeah. through your practice, you're going through the, the concepts, your pass game, the the even the coverages they're gonna call, the picks yeah. you usually get in practice, those looks are probably gonna be the looks you find in the game. So you gotta just Definitely. recognize them when they come and be like, all right, this spot he know this window gonna be here, and I get there first. Like, yeah, uh, you know, and, and and you just gotta like like your life depend on it. Hey, let them yeah. go. Gotta go get it. Gotta go get it. <laughs>
And I know you wouldn't come. <laughs> the better you play, the fewer come. Yeah. But KK is my boy. That's one of the best nickels I've ever played with in my goddamn career, boy. You talking oh, yeah. about somebody who just an impact player. Oh, yeah. I'm talking about, like, we be, we be talking about, like, he got a big brace on a big cast. Um, he's been playing physical, but, like, the plays that he make with his cast is crazy. I'm like, man, you should keep that off for the rest of the year. <laughs> it's just, you know what I mean? It's just, he made a pick last week against the Jaguars with his cast on, crazy pick, diving in the steps. I'm like, man, you crazy. But, like, yeah, he's he's definitely one of the best in the game at his uh, specific position. Bro, so, there's yeah. nobody that play bigger than, than yeah. his size and his – and, and shit. Do they still call him the shark? Oh, they, y'all call him the shark? We call him the shark. Because that boy okay. is, is blood <laughs> in the water. Yeah. So what's 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 the off-season routine for you now? You know what I mean? I guess it's only year two, so you ain't really got no routine. Yet, you know what I mean? I call you after year eight, see what your routine is. I mean, you know, when, when the off-season hit, obviously I take time to myself, going to travel. Get my body back right. You know, I don't try to do nothing too crazy, nothing too major. You know, probably get treatment here and there because obviously the season's long. You know, you need to get your body back. So, you know, I just chill probably for like a couple weeks, a month if I have to. Then, you know, I just start getting back into it slowly, um, progressing day in and day out, little by little. You know, just just like little things, like probably get a little lifting in, um, little arm workout, little footwork and stuff like that. Then once weeks um, come by, you know, that's when I start like the heavy lifting, uh, the conditioning and stuff, uh, football drills, DB drills and stuff like that. That's when I start getting into that. Boy, you sound like a vets, 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 vets. <laughs> I'll tell you yeah, what, I ain't like, never I'm heard. Too, like, obviously, that, that sounds so like <laughs> organized, so uh, situated, but like, like you said, I just be going in with the floor things. You know, right. how, however my body feel, that's when I'm ready. You're doing it right. Yeah. Just know that. You're doing it right. So who's the best you've been seeing so far? Or who's like somebody you, you're too vet to really be shocked by anything. So I know you ain't been shocked, but like kind of a welcome to the league. And you're like, damn, like, you know, this dude really, you know what I mean? When I first saw Randy Moss, I was like, hey, I mean, it's Randy Moss now. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. come on now. <laughs> Probably Devontae. I went against him early this year. Um, we went back and forth. Um, obviously, he's a good play, but like, he just, he just knows like, you know, he's been in the league for a while. He went against great DBs, so he know how to use things to his advantage, um, different techniques and stuff. And, you know, he could read the DB leverage and sort of use it to his advantage by different routes and stuff. So, you know, I went on throughout the game. So with me, I had to switch up how, how I was at the line, you know, like pre-snap. You know, that sort of like threw him off a little bit. So, yeah, we was going back and forth, but, you know, going against a player like that, you know, he's been in it for a long time very experienced, a uh, very savvy veteran. You know, he is a battle, so he's you, a good player. You ain't you ain't wrong. Like, everything, yeah. you got to change up with Devontae because he going yeah. – and, and you're lucky you ain't seen with A-Rod because he's a whole different beast with already, A-Rod. Already, you know? I already know what's going on with them. Like, their connection was crazy. Yeah, <laughs> dumb. Like, like, like he teleporting the ball there. You sitting there thinking you ain't covered two, rerouted him outside. Boy, they didn't throw on the back shoulder before you even got the reroute complete. Like, hey, bro, like this ball wasn't yeah. even supposed to come. You you bracketing to the outside, they'll still throw that fade. Like still they don't they don't care nothing about it. Yeah. But that's why I was respecting the heck out of how you played him because for for you never have played him and to hold your own like you were and still move side to side. People don't understand how hard that is. Like in terms yeah. of your footwork. Yeah, yeah. It's just it's just one of those things throughout the game. Um. 
you know, you sort of get a hang of it, you know, each and every series, each and every snap with them. So, you know, once I started getting a feel for it, that's when I was being able to, you know, be confident, you know, and play to my advantage, you know. Right. So who the top four receivers in the league right now? Right now? Yeah. I say Jettis. Jettis definitely. In yeah. Uh, yeah, he's going crazy. Uh, Justin Jefferson, Diggs, um, they both ballers. Shoot. I'll put Tay in there. And you got to go um, Cooper Cup. I mean, you know, his scheme and his offense, he just found a way to make plays. You know, right. Week in, week out. Every time I look up, he's making a play. So, you know, it's just crazy. You know how last year translated to this year, you know, he's still balling at a high level. Oh, no, right. no, no, no. I, I had to say Tyreek. I was Tyreke about Hill. to say, are you going to watch it? <laughs> I forgot gonna... about Reek. Reek about to down and break the record right. <laughs> at his pace. Yeah, that, I forgot about Reek. That boy going stupid. Reek got to be in there. Yeah, yeah. he going crazy. Like, And that's the crazy thing about the league. Boy, you show up every week. It's somebody else that's trying to get it. Yeah. Or some little no-name kid that's out of nowhere and trying to make a name on your name. Yeah. Like, and the better you, you get. Right. Boy, I used to be in the game. We up 30 points and it'd be some kid coming off the bench. Like I've been waiting to get you like, bro, we up 30. Like, I'm not trying to deal with you right now. I'm yeah. waiting for them to sub me out, but it don't matter. Like, and when you get as good as you're, you're about to be, and you're going to be a perennial, like all pro pro bowler, like each week, like you got the right mindset because each week you're going to have to stay focused on the task at hand, like stay focused on the task. Cause nobody give a damn about what you didn't done, what you did yeah. before this. Now I got to show it again. And, yeah. and this business is crazy. You saw what they did to Chubb. That's crazy to me, uh, but <laughs> it, it can happen to anybody. Y'all just been so banged up this year too. Like that offensively, like well, how's the locker room kind of responded to that? Cause offensively y'all done lost what? 10 people. We lost key players early throughout this year. Like Tim, Javante, Darby. And y'all lost Bowles. Bowles. Starting tackle, like, you know, injuries happen, but at this rate, it's crazy. You know, That's we should look like when we, like, lose, like, premier players like that on our team, it's just crazy, you know. That's how league is. Um, obviously, it's the next man, next up mentality. Uh, you expect guys to step in uh, at that position and make plays. Like, for instance, Virgil, Jaden Virgil, he made a big-time touchdown throughout the game. Uh, Judy's plays, you know, and, you know, that's what we expect from the guys in the locker room. So, you know, obviously it's tough when you see injuries like that happen, but, you know, you got to expect for the next guy that's coming in to make plays. So y'all got some tough games coming up. You know, I you, obviously y'all playing well on defense. What do they got to do offensively to turn it around? You know, I'm, I'm sure in practice it's looking good. You know, you guys coming up with good plans. And, you know, it's just been kind of a, a tough, tough sled. And, you know, it was just a tough game last week. You know, Tennessee is yeah. always a tough game, period. Um, yeah. What do you think needs to improve? Offensively? Yeah. Or as a team. Offensively. Uh I just feel like um we gotta prove on the little things, of course. Um obviously I feel like penalties been killing us offensively. Um pre-snap penalties and stuff like that. But you know, obviously we got five power everywhere. Um, you know, at Russ, Court, Judy, those guys, we got a great backfield with Melvin. Um, but it's just I I just think it starts with you know, having a balance, you know, just finding that routine with us. Um, we still in the midst of the season. We could change things around. But, um, you know, I just feel like, you know, the time is now where we got to sort of see those changes happening. But, you know, it's going to come. Um, obviously, it's been tough for them. But, 
you know, it's just a time of growth. You know, obviously it's a first year situation, first year system for everybody. Uh, so I feel like they still learning and growing. So, you know, just, it's just, I just feel like it takes time. But like, yeah, no question. like I said, the time is now, you know, to no, figure it. You know, I mean, you, you, you wanted the leaders on the team just by example, you know, but do you feel like you, you, you know, with things going the way they are, you kind of got to be more vocal leader and, and try to encourage guys and try to got, bring guys along with you? Yeah, definitely. I got to definitely bring on that vocal aspect. Obviously, you know, I'm a quiet guy. Right. You know, I just stay low, do what I got to do. But with me, I got to have a voice in certain situations. You know, I got to be more of a vocal leader on the team, even if it's my second year. Um, because, you know, when I feel like guys, when they see a player in the second year, so to speak up and, you know, just vocally at a different manner with a different attitude, you know, I just feel like it helps the team a lot. So that's something I could definitely grow and build on for the team. Yeah. A little encouragement goes a long way. Just yeah, understand yeah, that. Definitely. Just, just a little pat on the back, a little, man, I, I, I see you working. It's crazy how far that go. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. But dudes to know, you notice them working, you know what I mean? And a dude of your stature, it ain't always about MF and somebody or, you know what I mean? Like, Hey bro, y'all, y'all need to step it up. Like, nah, it's just, sometimes it's about being encouraged and being Earth. positive and yeah. that can be contagious and dudes can, can jump on that train and, and things start turning around. Yeah, definitely. Well, you got any questions for me? Anything you want to ask me? Shoot, man. How, how um I see you on Thursday Night Football. How that's going? I know you be on the analyst side of things, commentating side of things. Um, You know, the different side of football, you know. So, you know, how how is that going? That's been fun, man. It's been fun. It's, it's kind of crazy because you're traveling in the middle of the week. You're doing a Thursday game. You're getting to see all your boys, getting to try to interview people. You know, I got the pleasure of interviewing you. And seeing yeah. y'all play, and it's cool, man, because it kind of keep you keep you in the game. You know, I'm still in the stadium, still getting to talk the game, and and I walk away, and I ain't a so. You know what I mean? Yeah. Feet ain't hurting, my knees ain't hurting, my hamstrings ain't about to pull <laughs> off my legs. Yeah, like, I I ain't got to go chase nobody, dad around. Yeah, hey, well, <laughs> I'm good. Yeah, man, that that seems like it's a you know it's a dope process, especially like. You know, going into that situation, you know, you just I feel like you build certain connections, meet different people. You know, it just brings out a different side of you that, you know, obviously people seeing you on the field, you know, trash talking, talking shit and shit here and there. But, you know, it just I feel like people sort of look at that like us as players, like we'd be able to have the opportunity too as well. So, right. You know, you're shining on the big stage. I uh, appreciate it. I appreciate it. Part of things, I'm, for trying, sure. I'm, show, I'm trying to show them we can do it. <laughs> yeah. So in definitely. 15 years when you're done, you can call in and, and tell me, hey, go ahead and get out of the way. I got this. <laughs> yeah. That's, for sure. yeah. That's cool, man. Well, I ain't gonna take too much more of your off day, man. I appreciate you taking time to join me. If you need me, you got my number anytime. Yep, for sure. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. 
featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Ann Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes Film.com to get tickets now. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like in the parking lot at your kid's peewee championship game. A trophy bigger than your five-year-old is blocking the rear windshield of the car in front of you. As they reverse into you, you're stuck on defense. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, this crash could drain your athletic fund. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary.